Hey, and thanks for listening to the Go Play That podcast. I'm Earl Baker, and with me is Rob Cook. Hello. And Bob Morate. Hello there. So for those of you that have been following us, um, we have been playing uh, World of Warcraft, which can be found at goplaythat.com slash MMO for all your information needs. We've been streaming our playthrough on Twitch, and we have... We will probably be archiving some of these videos and maybe edit something together for your perusal in the near future. Um, but Rob uh, hadn't actually played World of Warcraft before, and I'm curious to see how he's feeling after day seven. I'm feeling really good. And um, we just actually had a short session with our alt characters. I started again with a, with a monk and have got to see, sort of go through the same starter stuff, but um, in a, it, with a different character, with a different class, and sort of see different surroundings. So by the end of this first week, I have got to level 31. I've done several dungeons with you guys. I've seen a fair amount of of, of different settings, but in in the grand scheme of things, really not much. And I'm really enjoying the game. Um, so do you understand why people get addicted to this thing? Yeah. And <laughs> I'm a, li- a little concerned on that one because I, I am interested in having other games to play. Uh, although I could definitely see how you could just have this one game. And that would be enough if, if, the, if, it really, if you really got into it. Because it is very high quality uh, very robust. The multiplayer is is really cool. It's sort of seamless, and you can walk around and uh, explore and try different things. Um, but it's not it's not going to replace everything for me. <laughs> but it's cheaper than everything. You just have to drop them twelve euros a month. Look at the bright side. You just pay them those subscription fees, and then you won't have to buy any other game at all. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can I can definitely see. Um, at that point of view, but it's doesn't let me play fake plastic instruments or drive realistic cars. Or and that's uh, what games are really about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's about killing people, p- pretending you're a musician, and driving. Um, but no, I'm enjoying it. Sometimes all uh, at once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm enjoying it very much. So, uh, started off slow. Uh, as it should do because it needs to sort of ramp you up test you a little bit but now I'm, I'm enjoying the content I'm seeing uh, with my level 30 plus character and the dungeons are awesome um, and it's very fun to hear you guys when you see something that you th- you thought you would know you thought you had sussed because you'd seen it all those years ago and it's all completely different and sort of having those lost memories uh, flooding back in and going, oh, this used to be different in my day. Yeah, I want to segue, actually, because um, I, I don't want to dominate the entire podcast of World of Warcraft, Aye. as we have so much content of World of Warcraft related um, 
for, for people to look at. But I do want to ask Bob um, what it's like returning to the game after so long. I think I think we, we both last played the game many years ago. Yeah, many, many. But, but, but how has the return been for you? The return was pretty much as I expected it to be. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun playing with you guys. It was definitely what I was missing from WoW. More than actually the game itself. Maggie is giving me a thumbs up here as well. <laughs> so, ah, double, that's double thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, she's pleased as well. And uh, I gotta say that to me, it kind of feels like experiencing a game for the first time twice, mm-hmm. which is something that I could never have expected to to conceive at all. So it's not only that the gameplay mechanics some of them at least have changed like the tech trees for example the talent trees that's gone already it's been simplified to just choose a talent every five levels i think which is okay i guess uh the other system had a lot more customization and allowed for a really really complex build that you would have to work on and try too complex yeah too complex that's the word yes it's too complex and it wasn't really it was a bit detrimenting of the enjoyment of the game. So they just thought, okay, let's just turn this down. Let's simplify this. And they just reduced it to the to the minimal key component, which you still have some customization. But the options that you choose, the difference between them, I don't want to say they are minimal because I am not far enough into the game to say that. But so far I could say that the the choices that I have to make for skills and talents did not really have that much of an impact on my daily gameplay loop, which is okay. Mm. But yeah, and not only that, I mean, the, the map itself has changed completely, which is... Yeah, yeah I guess that's the, the cataclysm has done the that, The cataclysm right? expansion just turned the world upside down completely. Mm. I Everything that I remembered is, at the very least, changed somehow. Some areas have been completely redone. One of the areas where I spent most of my, uh, I want to say childhood, but it's not childhood. Like uh, the last time that I've been at World of Warcraft, I spent most of my time in one particular area. And that has been split in two different areas now, which is no longer recognizable even. And, and I thought that I would hate this, but I don't. I mean, I'm rediscovering the game again. I cannot even fathom the quantity of work that has gone into re- remaking the whole world. It's amazing. It, it's, it's seemingly, it probably took more effort to redo it than it did to make it in the first place. Yeah. And kudos for that. I mean... Phew. Well, when you're making that much money... <laughs> <laughs> it sure it sure gives a lot more content and a lot more of, of gameplay hours, that's for sure. And yeah, uh, yeah man, I mean... I, overall, I think Blizzard games are really, really uh, quality-wise. They are really good, and uh, I, I notice that with pretty much every game. Uh, Heroes of the Storm, for example, has made me like MOBAs, and I try. Yeah, I, I really will. I will get onto that. I mean, BattleNet is sitting installed on my machine now. I will get onto that. Most definitely, future. yes. Because <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've tried Dota two. I've tried League of Legends. I've tried, I don't know, Smite, but Heroes of the Storm is the one I truly like. But that's a story for another day. I think we should. Yeah, and 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 I, just just briefly to go back to World of Warcraft because I wanted to, to share my thoughts. But um, I I do think overall the game is better. Yeah. Uh, than it was when I played it. I think um, I had a lot more spare time, admittedly, when I was younger. And my fear when playing this kind of game is that it's going to dominate all my time and I'm not going to get anything done. Um, but we are storming through the game 
Um, as a guild collectively, I think we've done eight dungeons, but of the core six, we've done four of them and are around the level 30 mark, which is phenomenal considering we're just logging on for an hour here and there. And the only real good chunk of playthrough we managed to have was this weekend just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have taken me weeks before. Um, so that it's it's you're in each area for an appropriate amount of time before you get bored of it and just feels like you're always just doing something new every time you log in yeah you can choose to just go off and do something else really yeah it's it's well just like today for example um uh i wanted to uh dungeon with tom because tom had uh got behind a little bit because he wasn't able to play this weekend so I, i rolled an alt character uh, and then Hush came online, and it was perfect. The three of us just went off and did a dungeon, and then teleported out and continued off on our merry way. Uh, so you can just kind of pick and choose what you want to do, um, whether it's play on your own, play with friends, do some PvP. It's all there, and it's all instantly available. Instant gratification MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can understand isn't what everyone wants from an MMO. Some people want it to be impenetrable and they want it to be hundreds of hours to get one small item um and that's fine world of warcraft isn't that anymore um but i i think world of warcraft is the mmo for me Hmm. whereas old world of warcraft probably isn't anymore (laughs) yeah but was it's grown with me it's actually matured with me um into being an experience i can afford to play um, but yeah, you, you mentioned that you you enjoy Blizzard games in general. Yeah, you've been you've been playing another Blizzard game as well recently, haven't you? Bob? Yes, actually, I just realized it was a complete coincidence because I didn't receive a notification email or anything that I got into the Overwatch beta, the closed beta. Closed beta. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, actually, I was just talking to a friend of mine, a coworker of mine that was playing Overwatch, and I was just telling him, you know, telling him on Battle.net, I hate you so much because you got into the closed beta and I didn't. And then I just decided to like check over on my Overwatch option that I have on the Battle.net launcher, and there was a, the, the install button, and I was like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it actually was an immediate press. And I've been having a lot of fun with it. I played it for maybe one, two hours or so, enough for me to get to progress level seven, I think. Ah, so it's a it's a persistent leveling game, right? Yes. So yeah, what is Overwatch? I'll get to that. Yeah, um, Overwatch itself is a class based. Well, not really class based, but let's say hero, hero depending. Based. Yeah, hero based uh, player versus player game, team player versus player game. You always have two teams of I think it's five or six people versus another uh, team of the same number. And uh, you have different classes of heroes. Each hero has a unique skill, a unique weapon, and a unique uh, ultimate skill, pretty much like MOBAs do. Right. And uh, also a specific role. So there are some heroes that are focused on attack. Another hero is more focused on defense. Some heroes are builders. Some heroes are tanks because they have really high HP or defense methods. Some others are support heroes because they have skills to make the, the rest of the team better. Like give shields or heal, you know, all these things. And uh, I've set myself the rule that before actually picking one hero to stick with, I need to try all of them first. Mm -hmm. So I've been cycling about uh, the available heroes, which is currently the full roster. I think it's 21 heroes to choose from. It does sound very MOBA-like. 
Yes. So it's like a, is, it, mm. is it third person it, game? Or it's first, first person. person. It's completely first, first person. person game. Okay. But I, I see where you would get this MOBA vibe, you know? With this, yeah, are there minions? Are there AI characters? Nothing. So it's just player versus player, and you have uh, Team Fortress Two like base rules, you know. So you can have like player versus player, like skirmish, deathmatch, team deathmatch. You would have um, uh, King of the Hill, capture the zone, or payload mode. Did you play payload mode on Team Fortress Two? Payload mode. Is that the one where there's like a wheelbarrow of gold going through the level and yeah. you have to protect it? Well it's right. actually a bomb, but yeah. It's I pretty can't much remember, yeah. it's pretty much that. So yeah. in, in Overwatch there is a similar mode where uh, there's an attacking and a defending team, and the attacking team has to get control of a zone. Defending team has to prevent that. And if they gain control of the zone, then the payload appears and they have to go around the payload and escort them to the destination. And if they do that, they win. If the defenders manage to stall them for, I think it's like 10 minutes, then the defense wins. I'm thinking Hyrule Warriors now. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about escorting bombs to location. Yeah, I remember that part. It was, yeah. yeah. I, I hated that. <laughs> but yeah, on Overwatch, it was actually quite fun. And I think the the variety of heroes is is really, really good to have in a first-person shooter game, to be honest. I found no hero less enjoyable than the other. And I played like maybe 10 of them. So the, the combat, it, it, it is shooter. So you, yeah. you aim at heads and they die, basically. Yeah, right? well, it's, the, it's a... they have a health bar, you know, and... Yeah. headshots are critical hits you cannot be one shot one shot kill to the head because some people that that will make the tank class irrelevant for example you know right so we are, we are sort of leaning towards team fortress 2 yes combat mm. yes kind okay of like that. that's enjoyable yeah it is enjoyable it's actually very enjoyable i i do not enjoy first person shooter games at all i mean i've tried team fortress 2 i've tried uh battlefield i tried battlefront it's true, actually. I've been trying to convince you to play Counter-Strike with us, and you've been a bit uh, adamant. cagey on it. Yeah, I've been adamant of not playing Counter-Strike because I, I would not enjoy it, I know. Mm. But Overwatch, on the other hand, I am enjoying it so much. I mean... It... I, I, so I, I really do want us to collectively play a shooter. I've been saying this to Rob for a while. Mm. Okay. Um, not not going to put you on the spot in this podcast to say you're going to have to drop $60 in the game, Rob. Um, but I, I'm I'm going to pick this up because in Blizzard I trust. Um, <laughs> it would be very cool if more of us um, did pick this game up. I'd like to like to have us play this together. I've been We'd streaming have to play it, it yeah. on PC, right? Hmm. Uh, is it on anything else? No, it's yeah. on everything. Consoles really? as well. Yeah. Oh, heaven forbid! <laughs> it was actually announced today that the release date would be the 26th of March. The, right, I mean, okay. Not much. Oh, May, wow. May, May. Sorry, May. Oh. Yeah, May. Twenty fourth or twenty sixth of May, but like really close. Right. Okay. Ah, so you're excited then, Rob? You're disappointed it's not out this month. I like the look of it, um. Um, and I like shooters. Uh. <laughs> and I didn't. And I didn't um, have a crew around when TF two was out, or, or probably more um, importantly, didn't have a PC. Mm. So, oh yeah, that game was awful on Xbox 360. Yeah, I played some of it on um, the orange Holy box. Holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that game they just released the vanilla maps and left it like that. They never updated it at all, did yeah. they? Yeah, no, no. Which is That's a shame. Because unthinkable. the updates are what make Team Fortress 2 so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, it's it's like um, it's yeah, like it's they basically released a demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, it's, it's kind of shocking. Well, they bundled oh, okay. it with Portal, so yeah, yeah. Portal's no, no, that good. collection was awesome. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, and that collection was also the same collection for PC. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was really good value when it came out. Uh, okay, Overwatch. Uh, I will. I will go Overwatch mm, again. Yeah. I, I've never been let down by Blizzard except for the launch window of Diablo Three. Yeah, which uh, I will forgive them for now because I've had fun with that game since. Right. I'm going to be buying it too, and uh, mm. I'm while I'm on the closed beta, I'm probably going to be streaming a few games. So you're welcome to just. Drop, I will definitely watch you. Drop by and check it out. See if that's your cup of tea after all. Mm. And yeah, another thing that is worth mentioning is that even though it's a, a full-priced game, so to speak, because I think the the price is going to be like 40 euros or something, mm-hmm. um, it does have a progression system that unlocks cosmetic things for your heroes. Like, right. and not only skins, but also like voice packs and uh, animations and emotes, all that jazz. And... Uh, when you will get one of these crates whenever you level up, and I got one myself, one of these uh, highlight animations that apparently are super rare to get, and that actually made me interested in playing this game. See if I could actually get the play of the game and uh, play this animation for the rest. Brag a little bit. Mm. It's I don't know. It's it's a, a strange rewarding system, but I'm liking what I see. Well, I mean, it's it's. What's popular about MOBA games is the customization. I mean, there's there is zero monetization other than looks and customization in, in uh, things like League of Legends, for example. Hmm. So it's um it's it's a successful way of rewarding people clearly, and it works. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you just if you're limiting people to twenty one characters overall, um, I guess it makes sense to allow people to have wide amounts of customization within that limitation. Yeah. They already announced that they would be making more heroes, but they would probably make like seasons. I, I don't know what, right. what will happen in the end, but I'm I'm looking forward to see what it brings. Yeah. You've randomly reminded me that season three of Killer Instinct's coming up. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do some Killer Instinct. Um that's gonna be a Windows ten purchase for me. I weirdly. checked I checked out the Windows ten store and it's completely like a a mobile app store it's the same store oh right okay that it's, it's it. actually connected uh, universal apps as well so um some some games or applications will you'll get it on your windows 10 phone and it will launch and be the exact same thing across your pc and your xbox one oh, okay it's very it feels very strange um having i guess just having I'm not, I wouldn't say real games, but you know, full PC games sat next to um, pirated versions of Lemmings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I, which actually is on that store. There's a someone has ripped uh, Lemmings, mm-hmm. uh, put it, put the Amiga ROM onto an emulator or something, and then shoved it through Microsoft certification somehow. Yikes! <laughs> and then there it sits on the store. Um, it's free at least, so <laughs> I guess it's not making money off of someone else's property. Or who knows, maybe the guy owns the property now and that's where Lemmings went. Right. I thought Sony had it because Sphygnosis. Is that right? right? Yeah. Sphygnosis? Uh, yeah. 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 I think so. Okay. 
uh, Overwatch. I, I guess we've given Blizzard enough coverage. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they like they need more people shouting about how great their games are. Yeah. Um, what else have, it, have people been playing? Who wants to nominate themselves? Let's try Rob. Have you been playing anything else other than? Dude, no. Um, this morning I played a bit of Switch Cars, which we all own from having gone into this humble monthly death pact. Yeah, which I'm I'm impressed at the quality of the games they gave us for the prize. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. It was of great value. Yeah. So how Switch Cars? Um, gave me nausea. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? Um, yeah, I I played it in the morning, didn't have breakfast. There's a severe screen shake uh, that's on by default um, that sort of set me off wrong for the rest for the rest of the morning. Oh. Um, but the game is you are driving different kinds of cars and you will be able to jump out of your car, get into another, and you're basically um, escaping as far as quickly as you can from the left to the right and then when the timing reaches zero you've got to um sort of dodge out of the way of this big worm alien thing and it's a roguelike so you start from the start each time um and it unlocks more lanes when you um it's a strange game it's really strange it's it's kind of funny um when you when you reach the end of the section the world completely changes so you might be next to a like a river and you need to jump out of your car use a grappling hook to get towards a boat and then get in the boat and then that'll run out of fuel and you'll need to get on a um on like a train that's on the tracks next to it and then the the tracks will run out because you'll have changed time and you'll need to jump out again it's really hectic um it's It's quite stylized isn't it yeah super stylized um pixel art Mm. um I need to give it a second go. Uh, People can see your first impressions on YouTube, is that right? Yeah, yeah. My first impressions I put up, uh, it's like a 16-minute video on our channel. Um, I will give it a second go because uh, I kind of jumped in and uh, wasn't sure what was going on, but that's that's uh, entertaining in its own right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I've not played anything else. I'm just really looking at what's coming up. Um one thing I did play, and which is out on Friday, is um, Hitman. Um, on the beta? Yeah, I played that a couple of weeks back, actually, just ahead of us getting into March. And yeah, the beta is really fun. Uh, that is looking to be exactly what I want out of Hitman. Um, much more like Blood Money than Absolution, so more sandboxy. Okay. Um, where Absolution was very linear. You could still do Hitman stuff, but uh, your options were limited and you were kind of funneled through a, a story. Whereas this is basically, here's a location, here's your target, go figure it out. And and the, the gameplay loop in that game is um, not for everyone. You will have to probably play a few um, sessions in in the level to figure out what your options are. So one your first run might just be having absolutely no expectation of succeeding, you're just going to walk around the area, listening to people, what they're saying, get clues on how you might get into the building you're trying to get in. And um, the, the latest one is stunning. It looks stunning. Um, some and of your the, nice shiny new so, PC. Yes. Yeah. It's um, holding up really well. 
and you are it's very impressive that they have put so much dialogue very specific dialogue for each um npc on the level i'm wondering how they're gonna keep that up i guess it was was mentioning this the other day so they will not only say oh look so and so is dead they'll say oh look so and so is naked and dead and in the bathroom and is hanging from the ceiling. And so looks it's all to very have been a, a colonel or a builder. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, like really specific dialogue uh, as to who that person was and how they were killed. And Yeah, um, well, impressive. And it's, it's, it's dynamic to, to the way you have interacted. Impressive. Yeah, and, and they did they did some of that stuff from, from previous games, but it's sort of amped up for this one. You'll see them very specific, uh, suspicious of you as, as you leave a room and then when they find the body, they'll go, hey, there was a guy in here just now. Let's find him. That, that kind of right. stuff. And the dialogue f- feels, it's still very gamified, but it feels very natural. Yeah, it's, it's more than splinter cells. Who turned out the lights? Who turned out the lights? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's great. And I'm looking forward to, uh, on March 11th, this Friday, when they release the first, I don't know what you even call it, episode? Episode, yeah. I guess so. Um, yeah. They've split that game up into episodes of, I think it's a couple of locations each time. I'm not 100% on that. It might just be one location, but several areas and several uh, objectives. And once you finish the main objective, I think you can even set your own. Um, That's something that they had in Absolution, where once you'd finished a level, you could say, okay, the target is no longer the chef. It's uh, this woman who is... Uh, working on uh, on the building upstairs or something, and you can set any NPC to be the target, and you can set any method of assassination as the method you need to use, and sort of challenge your friends. Okay, uh, so that's I mean, weird. Yeah, uh, there was some pretty funny, some funny stuff coming out of Absolution, and uh, looking forward to more of that. Oh, Rob! By um, the way, I just remember. Yeah. Tomorrow, the division comes out. Yep. We should be um, playing that. I've got that preloaded. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, tomorrow we should actually make some time to give it a go, see if we can sneak some, some shooting. Yeah, for sure. I've got some time tomorrow, actually. All right. Nice. Um, yeah, I've not played any of the beta on, on that one, um, so I'm not sure what to expect. I've had people enjoying it and saying how great the New York City looks, um, but haven't hadn't been had found the time to either stop playing four in February games or stop playing World of Warcraft hmm. to jump on those uh, open betas that were out. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, f- for me, I since since four in February ended, I I started playing Danganronpa, which I mentioned last podcast. That's still going. Hmm. Nice. I'm still be- dipping into that. Still enjoying it. That game is really disturbed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and Devil Daggers, that'll, that'll be booted every now and then. I currently hold the Go Play That record. I can't remember yeah. what the time was, 150-something? A gazillion yeah, yeah, seconds. Like 30, 35 so seconds above me, and yeah. uh, I'm about 30 seconds above Bob, maybe. I'm not sure. I've got 80, so yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, yeah I'm really proud of myself because I've been, since, you know, I've felt like I want to read about other people's experiences with that game and reading other um, reviews uh, from most of the major websites, and I have yet to read anyone that has a score as high as me. 
<laughs> so <laughs> Not to brag. please come please come and brag your score at me on Twitter hmm. um at Earl Baker because I'm I'm looking for people to compete with. Um <laughs> I'll I'll get back to it and see if I can yeah, it's it's that game is a lot more fun when someone's above you on the leaderboard. Yeah, um, it's a lot more intense because you have something to go for. And right now, I'm finding it difficult to top myself, so I need I need some incentive. I need someone to rub my face in their in their high score to to get going. I had a I had beaten your score by point six and held that record for all of an hour. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> allowing that to happen. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think when you did it, I was really tired yeah. and I said, okay, I'll get on that tomorrow morning. And then it was sort of just itching at me. Like I can't have him beating my score. So I booted it up and I think I beat it nearly straight away. Um, but yeah, that, that game's taken a new turn for me last time I played it because I was listening to the Polygon Newsworthy podcast, okay. which I actually do recommend. Um, they're, they're very infrequent. But um, the, the the two or is it three now uh, that have gone up uh, are really strong, and the the, the last one I heard was uh, interviewing someone called Erin Reynolds, and she works in a game called Nevermind, and Nevermind they're hoping to be using as a tool um, for um, helping people understand and cope with things like post traumatic uh, stress disorder. And the game requires peripherals such as heart rate monitors. Um, they're going a bit further by using track IR. Um, and I think they may be using connect and things like that to, to look at your face as well as your heart rate. Yeah, use a pupil dilation or something? Something like that, yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it's mostly heart rate monitor stuff right now. I don't know if I'm impressed or disturbed. <laughs> it's, it is disturbing, yeah. um, some of the imagery in the game. Intentionally so, because... The game, um, and, I, and I do need to play this game. I, I'm speaking about it without playing it. I've only heard the podcast, I'm, but it got me interested. Uh, the game basically throws scenarios at you that are very stressful, uh, very scary. And it tracks your heart rate, which in theory is raising because you're in a stressful scenario. And it gets worse and worse as your heart rate increases. What? The challenge is to bring your heart rate down despite the stressful scenario you are in to be able to proceed. That is the game. So there is, it is a game, first and foremost, for entertainment purposes, but they're hoping that it's going to be more than that and that it could be used as a tool for therapy purposes. So let me come back round. The last time I played um, Devil Daggers, um, I had since purchased a Fitbit. Okay. Now the Fitbit is on my wrist and measures my heart rate. My heart rate goes through the roof playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought to myself, is that, I mean, whenever I die, I realize as I sort of, you know, recoil from what has happened, if I beat a high score, my heart is just racing at the adrenaline that it was required to reach that point. And I thought, what if I just play and not care? If I just chill out and not really care about it too much, just, you know, going to run around and shoot things without um, giving too much bother to what my time on my score is. Mm -hmm. 
that was how I achieved my last high school okay. by right. not really trying and keeping my heart rate between 80 and 90. <laughs> so the meta game for me now when playing that game is to keep my heart rate down at the same time. So I would like to put forward that maybe Devil Daggers is actually a really good tool uh, for therapy in keeping your stress levels down. <laughs> um, I, so remember, yeah. I remember my last session with it, uh, with that high score, I was, my eyes were, I could feel my heart like push, like uh, pulsing the entire, my entire face, just the the colors of the game were changing, but I felt like maybe that was something going wrong with my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, your teeth are knocking up against the inside of your lips. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's, it's an intense game. And also... Um, my girlfriend pointed out that I hadn't blinked for three minutes. She was, watching, she was. I, I showed her my highlight video, and um, she got really scared. and And she said, "You, you have to blink. You have to blink." I said to her, "Well, I think you would not blink if you played this game like this." And then I showed her your video, and she said, "I bet Earl blinks. I bet Earl, Earl blinks." Nope, I don't <laughs> blink the whole time. Fantastic. No. I hadn't thought about blinking. Yeah. That's no. why I've been shouting blink at myself whenever it's downtime. I go blink, blink, blink. Just just to get the old dryness out. Yeah. Uh, so heart rate down and blink level as high as possible. Peepers moistened. Yeah, yeah. It's a, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a whole game unto itself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bob, I can't remember. Did you say there was another game you wanted to talk about? Yeah. I played a little bit of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. Ah, yes. Had you played the original? Uh, yes, I did it. But okay. I did it on the Wii in- instead of the GameCube. Yeah, I always wanted yeah. to play the oh, GameCube version. One. I know, I know, but I couldn't find no, I, it. I played it on Wii as well. Yeah, I Link didn't have is, a GameCube even. Link is left-handed by Canon. Yeah. And they made him right-handed in the Wii version. Apparently so. They just flipped it, right? They flipped the yeah, whole game. They, they, it's a mirror image of the original game. It's because oh. most, most people who played the Wii were right-handed and yeah, well... You That's know, right. You know the rest. They wanted to for people to feel the realism of the yep. Wii Remote. It's a weird, <laughs> weird piece of trivia that, that oh they flipped God. the game to, to to match the controller. Yeah, it, it, it's a nightmare though. But I'm really, really glad that I don't have to go through motion controls on this remaster. Really. And, and is he left-handed on this version? I haven't noticed. I, mean, <laughs> I haven't really I, thought it. But yeah, I want to know if it's the Wii version wait, or the GameCube version. I have a recorded video from me playing mm-hmm. uh, this one, so I can tell you in a second. But yeah, all I can tell you right now is that this game looks absolutely stunning in HD. Huh, okay. So it's a game that really, really benefits a lot from from HD uh, ports and, re- and remasters. Really great. And, um, well, I did enjoy it back in the day. And uh, I'm pretty sure that I will enjoy it again now because I have forgotten most of it. So mm. I've, I've yeah, I can't it. remember much. To be fair, yeah, it's it's not like, for example, when I played Wind Waker HD. Wind Waker is like my favorite Zelda of all time. Mm-hmm. But Twilight Princess went a little bit more under the radar for me in this regard. So I was just like, okay, play it, beat it, we're done. Uh, also, Maggie spent most of the last time that I played Twilight Princess asleep. So she's going to be able to to watch it uh from scratch and I I just I just forgot the whole story. It's I don't know, what can I say? Um it's not only new textures. It's uh everything around looks looks absolutely gorgeous. New light effects, the the texts are a lot clearer to read. Uh I'm not sure if on the Wii version you already had like the 
the 16-9th options or, the, or they were still four-thirds? I think it was 16-9 on GameCube. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right, so that that I missed. I can't remember. But yeah, I'm just scrolling through the video that I recorded and I cannot find a single moment where he's holding the sword. I always It's okay. I I've I've cheated. I've already found out. Okay. It's the GameCube version in HD. Oh, that's great because Yeah, they, they did it the, they did it the correct way around. Mm. One thing that that you can actually do when you begin the game, you can choose to play the original version or you can play the hero version, which is like a hard mode and also flipped completely. So you you can choose whichever you feel more comfortable with, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. It gives some sort of incentive if you had played it before, I guess, to play something a bit different. Yeah, you normally you would have to complete the game in order to unlock these modes, mm. but in this case, you just can't choose it on the get go. And um, I might, I might, I might uh, grab this actually. Sorry, I just disturbed you there, but um, when it, I, I tried to fight buying this one, and you've hardly got into it, and I already want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Zelda game. I mean, you cannot really go mm. wrong with it. You know, mm. it's a really good game by itself. And uh, and and yeah, the the HDs really really do a good job on this one. What I'm not so much a big of a fan of, but I guess this is an optional thing, is the amiibo functionality. Because uh-huh. yeah, you can just cheat. So you're low on health. You grab your Link ami- amiibo. You touch it on the gamepad. Boom, full health. And uh, the same goes. If you have the Zelda amiibo, you just touch it, boom, full arrows. So each amiibo related to Zelda has an effect in the game. Okay. But it's a bit of a cheat. Yeah, you would just choose not to, I guess, wouldn't you? You just choose not to. I have like the the Wolf Link amiibo that I don't even know what it does because I'm not really sure. I want to find out. Mm. But, But the amiibo itself looks also very, very pretty. Anyway, yeah, uh, not much more to say about Zelda because I've played like maybe two, three hours enough to complete the first dungeon, and that took me a really long time. Uh, but oh yeah, there's one more thing that they included that the previous version didn't have. Aside from using the Wii U gamepad to change the equipped items like real time. You don't have to like enter a menu or anything. You can just choose them on the gamepad, drag them up, and and there you go. You change the items in real time. That's super comfortable. Hmm. And uh, secondly, they've added um, stamps, which is like the Wii U version of achievements, I guess. Yeah, they are definitely. Yeah. So you can find hidden stamps inside the dungeons that belong to different characters of the Hyrule alphabet. And you can, if you want, you can just like put some sort of um, code message in Miiverse with Hyrule Alphabet or or just decorate any of your images with Hyrule Alphabet, that's also pretty cool, but I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a neat thing to have. It doesn't really change the game at all. But yeah, I, I think every game has that feature now. Yeah, every at least that's every first-party game does that, yes. They, they have third-party games on Wii U? Yeah. Bayonetta, for really? example. Yeah. That's been a while. Yeah. How long ago was Bayonetta? I don't know. I just received was, it today. That was meant to be released launch day, remember? <laughs> yeah. But I cannot remember. Yeah, there's been a few other third-party games, most of them indie games anyway. Yeah, yeah. Shovel Knight was the major release, wasn't it? Yeah, Shovel Knight even got his own amiibo. Yeah, that's right. Which unlocks... That is the DLC. That's how you get the DLC. Which is really clever, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. Plus, actually, oh. 
You should really pick that up. The Amiibo looks really great too. So yeah, I mean, I would just, just buy them all. Just Nintendo, please take my wallet. Big yeah, exactly. I've, I've been saying that for a long time. In actual fact, today I just uh, signed up for Mitomo um, pre-registration. All right. I'd already created the new Nintendo account. Mm-hmm. I had that upgraded from my Nintendo ID. And uh, my Mitomo account is now created as well. Because you can never have enough Nintendo accounts. <laughs> uh, I will be getting the iOS um, app, which is out next week. Oh, right. Week, week after, maybe. I should try and, as well. e- and even though I don't know what the hell it is, it has Nintendo's brand on it. So you may as well just have a direct channel to my income. <laughs> All right. This reminds me, we were talking like a few days ago, we were watching the Nintendo Direct, the three of us. Yeah. And we were just commenting live on Slack. And everything was like, the moment something was announced, it's like, oh my I'll God, I that. want this. Oh my God, yeah. I want that. I love yeah. this game. There was some, I think the warmest, the most lukewarm reaction that we got was, yeah, okay, it looks nice with Metroid. Metroid, yeah, was the one that none of us really wanted. But that's it. I mean, for all the rest, yeah. every game, it was like, oh my God, please take my money. Oh my God, Star yeah. Fox here. Oh my God, Tokyo. I can't remember. Tokyo, what? Yeah, that Tokyo game looks yeah. cool. That, that Tokyo Pocket game. game. The, the Pony game on 3DS. Yeah, the Solitaire, man. It's a Solitaire <laughs> game. Yeah, there's, there's a Pony Solitaire something. And we were just drooling over a Solitaire <laughs> game. <laughs> i love it yeah exactly i I mean it's just like takes takes nintendo to make us drool like babies Uh, has there Uh, been a um when's the last pokemon coliseum game uh, is that a game the coliseum was there was one on wii the wii coliseum was on the gamecube and then on the wii there was some a similar premise called battle arena i think oh okay yeah yeah but that was and the last now one. It's Pokken tournament, which is a slightly different thing. Oh yeah, Pokken. Is oh, is that different? Out. Oh, I thought it was the same. No, Pokken is Tekken, but with it's Pokemon. Te- it's, it's Tekken, but Pokken. Yeah. What? Yeah. Pokken, as in Tekken. Oh, I didn't know there was a direct affiliation. Yeah, it's made by the same team. Exactly. It's actually the, the Tekken <laughs> studio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Things are coming together now. <laughs> yeah. I'm There's another Namco uh, Wii U exclusive as well, um, which was a four-player online shooter dungeon crawler thing. Don't know if you noticed that one. Didn't um, look fantastic. Hmm. I'm yeah. somewhat looking forward to Pokken, but I'm skeptical because I, I'm really bad at fighting games as well. It's, it's a major, I mean, well, a major franchise. Isn't Pokemon the second biggest franchise on the planet? Yeah. So quite a big franchise to be putting a real strange thing like Tekken on top of. <laughs> um, but well, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to see. I'm a little bit more apprehensive on that one than the other games like Star Fox. But um, you you can't ignore anything that goes on uh, a Nintendo system these days. I feel. Hmm. Speaking of which, we should play some Splatoon. Yes. Oh yes. We should commit right now to playing Splatoon, let's and we should play with. Um, one of our Twitch viewers, Crabtree, if he's listening, we, we should uh, get him involved as well. Yep. I think he's max level, so it's more like Jeez. him getting us involved <laughs> in the other way around. Oh, God. I'm definitely um, not even... I don't, I don't even think I reached level 10. No, no, no. I've got a long way to go. I, I, that game deserves more playtime than I gave it. And yeah, I think yeah, 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 what yeah. was missing was organization. Yeah. And I think, if anything, our World of Warcraft experience has proven that we can get organized if we need to. Um, And it's worthwhile when we do, because the best fun I've had 
on World of Warcraft has been uh, grouping together and doing dungeons. Yeah, totally. I look forward to that. And that's how you do a podcast. Oh, yes. You start on a subject, you tail off, and then you wrap it round again. Mm-hmm. Look <laughs> at that. And uh, f- for a week of only playing World of Warcraft, we managed to talk about other games. So kudos. <laughs> We're like yeah. professionals at podcast now. Uh, Procasters. Maybe. maybe. One day. Procast. <laughs> One day. Procast. Procasters. Procrastinators. Okay, yes, I'm calling it there. I'm calling it there. Okay. Stop talking. Enough of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, one thing I do want to add, actually, is while we're playing World of Warcraft, Rob and I are recording 10-minute and, and change-long podcast ets um, every morning <laughs> um, on Mixler, mixlr.com. So look for Go Play That on Mixler, and you can check out our thoughts um, every day that we're playing. And we'll probably continue that process beyond World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. It's um, good fun. I mean, I'm enjoying just talking about the game just as you've stopped playing it. Um, for podcasts, you have to gather your thoughts, but you get very raw and on-the-spot <laughs> thoughts with the Mixler and lots of traffic noise and pneumatic drills as we walk through Madrid. The Spanish people. Yeah, yeah, on, on the way to work. Which so are worldwide you get the now whole to be experience. loudest. <laughs> yeah, they give us a run for our money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although we do get weird looks because we're talking into a mobile phone as we're walking to the metro. Uh, so that's fun as well. Okay, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, for World of Warcraft goodies, go to goplaythat.com slash MMO. Uh, don't type the slash MMO if you want to look at anything else. Uh, check out our YouTube channel and like all the things, click all the likes and do all that. Thank you very much. Be the number. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.